Hello, everyone. I am Lindsay. This is Maria. And we are Roomies Review the Movie, where we are movies <clears throat> that we have seen. Um, some of us have seen, some of us have not. Um, currently, we are reviewing movies that are not affected by the strike because we yes. do want to, um, you know, stand with the strikers, with the writers and the actors at this time. So we kind of like pivoted our focus a little bit to, um, you know, go over movies that are not affected. So what we're doing now is we're going over this independent film that is produced by, um, Candy Burris and Todd Tucker. Um, Candy Burris of the legendary Escape and her husband Todd hey. Tucker. And it is called The Past. It just came out um, a couple weeks ago exclusively to Peacock. And so, yeah. Um, we are going to dive into it. Mm-hmm. So, um, <clears throat> so, kick off your shoes and relax your feet while we get ready to talk about that. Yes, absolutely. The scheme that Todd set up because he's the writer and producer. Right. So, so yes. Um. So we have the uh, movie starting out with um, Drew Sedora. Um, she's the main character. She is a. Let me see what her name is. Oh, hang on, I forgot. Um. Hold on. Give me a second. I'm pull up her name. Drew Sedora? Yeah, Drew Sedora's character. Nina? Nina. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Nina, she is a, um interior designer. And so, we start off the show, or the movie, with her um, completing a project. And with her completing a project, everything went well and whatnot. And the agency that she's with is um, an agency that she wants to become partner of. And so, this is just one more stepping stone with her becoming partner. And so, um, everything went well or whatnot. Um, Mm -hmm. Then we cut to her husband. Her husband of seven years. He's in a jewelry store. And in the jewelry store, he's with his um, best friend, who is a lady. Um, That's played by, I believe, Nina Peoples. Yes, Nina Peoples. And so, um, if... um, if that name sounds familiar, she is of the True to the Game trilogy. She's the main character in True to the Game. Mm. And so, um... I know I've seen her before. Yeah. Yeah, if you've seen True to the Game, that's where you've seen her. And she was in something else, but yeah, that's her claim to fame. And so, she, uh... Her and, um, Nina's husband, they are in a jewelry store because they are picking out a new ring for her because her uh, for Nina because Nina and her husband's seven year anniversary is coming up and they picked out this ring that's like two hundred thousand um, dollars. They picked out a house. Basically. <laughs> basically put a house on her um on her finger. And so um throughout the conversation that they're having about this ring we can tell that um, Nina's character is pretty well off and mm-hmm. that her husband, not Nina's character. Um, uh, Erica's character, Tara. Yes, Erica's character. 
we can tell that she's pretty well off and that Nina's husband is um, pretty much on the come up. But um, he's supposed to have this deal that's supposed to close soon. So he'll be able to afford this $200,000 ring. But then he gets a call saying that the deal is not going to go through in his favor. So <clears throat> he's pretty upset about that, of course. But they don't buy the ring. And then uh, we end up seeing Nina at home with her mom. And her mom is very overbearing. Um, her mom, there are no boundaries. Her no. mom has an opinion on everything. She doesn't listen to what Nina tells her. Like, mom, I don't want to talk about whatever. She doesn't care. No, no. And no. she's never, like, she's very negative. Yeah. You know, yeah. Nina tells her about the good things going on in her job. Her mother does not respond. I was right. like, Ooh. right, Right, because she went down the path that she didn't want her to go. So she's very judgmental um, about everything that she does. Like, if it's not to her liking, she's very judgmental. Um, mm -hmm. Now, if the lady that um, is playing her mom is familiar, that is because that is um, Maya Wilkes from Girlfriends. That's her mom. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, kind of like a full circle moment because you have... Uh, Maya Wilkes' mom on the show who was on Girlfriends. And then you have Drew Sedora who played Drew Sedora on The Game. And we know that The Game was a spinoff of Girlfriends. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so yeah. She, um, and then also, um, Nina's mom does not approve of her husband at all. She thinks she could have done better. And, um, yeah, you can tell that this has been an ongoing thing. So, the thing is, like, her mom apparently helped him get his license to do whatever he's doing. Yeah. Real, real estate or construction or something was kind of unclear. Um, yeah, it sounded like he was doing real estate. Um, maybe renovations or something? He was, no, he was consulting before he got the real estate right. license. Right. And then he got the real estate license because, and, but I feel like he just got the license. And he yeah, she said he was pretty new to it or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's he's pretty new to it, but the client really likes whatever he has in, in, planned or whatever. And then she just takes him off the deal yeah. without even talking to him. Right, right. He's just <laughs> wild. Yeah, yeah. He's just taking off the deal. So when he gets home, he automatically knows it was her doing on mm -hmm. why he was taking off the deal. And it sounds like through their interaction, it was a mistake that he did. Um, but turns out he really did do his due diligence. Mm -hmm. You know, so with that, you know, is what it is at this point. He's, you know, taken off of the um of the sale. So, um, which which sucks because I mean he did all the the groundwork. He did all the work. Yeah, yeah. So that really did suck. Um, so yeah, you can tell that you know, not only is she overbearing with her own daughter, but she's overbearing just period. Period. Yeah, absolutely. So she ends up leaving or whatnot, and um, you know, uh, the husband pretty much. 
um, has a conversation with Nina, you know, like, why didn't you pretty much have my back, you know? Like, I really did do this. I This is the reason why that sale was going to go through. And so, you know, because um, initially it looked like Nina was taking her mom's side, but she had to apologize to her husband and whatnot. So. She was being extremely passive about the whole thing. Yes, yes. You know, and between with a mother like that, I can understand why she might do that. Yeah. But yeah. she needs to draw some boundaries. Yes. Yes. Which we we do see that she she goes she goes too far. She goes too far. And then we also find out that um the home that they're staying in is uh the home that Nina's mom owns. Mm-hmm. So that's an issue. And then Nina is a trust fund baby. So that can be an issue as well. So, yeah, so we have all these issues with the mom um, and how the mom just, they can't just, you know, cut the strings completely from the mom, you know. Yeah, they're very much under her thumb. Absolutely. So, um, we have another scene where Nina goes uh, to lunch with a couple of girlfriends. Uh, one of them being her boss, which is also her husband's best friend. Mm-hmm. And in this conversation... And one she, happens to be Candy. Yeah, one of them happens to be Candy. Um, but in this conversation, um, she is informed of what they call the past. Mm-hmm. And so they let us know the past is basically giving your spouse um a pass to go with somebody whoever they choose right to spend a night with somebody that they choose they set up these rules you know they can't be a friend they can't do it in the house they um what was another one um they can only do it once no gifts uh no five-star hotels right right um, and then no the last one, after. Huh? <clears throat> no communication after, right? No asking questions about it. I was like, no, that would, part doesn't work. I would most definitely need to ask questions. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't be doing no type of shit like this anyway. But, yeah. yeah, and the, the thing is, like, people who you know are in poly relationships or open relationships or anything like that, like communication is number one. Like, you can't just say mm-hmm. you can ask me questions. Right. Uh, right. Now, maybe I probably wouldn't, like, I mean, it'd be a, a big stretch for me to do some shit like this, but if I were to do some shit like this, I probably wouldn't want, like, extreme details, like, right. bend her over or anything like you that. You don't have to give me details, right. but you can't, I have to ask questions. I have to ask questions, like, yeah, like, I don't, I don't need to know specifically, like, I don't need to know the color of the walls or nothing like that, but. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely need to be able to ask questions. That yeah. one, when they when they established the rules, that one I was like, absolutely not, Same. absolutely not. So, so yeah, she's informed of that now. At first, she's acting like a um a prude a little bit about that, but <clears throat> after this conversation, um, it start the wheels start turning in her head. 
Well, because also Maurice is out with the guys, and they're talking about they're talking you know about one of them is talking about how they have a past. Because what um, Candy plays the friend Shay, and so it's Shay's husband who's got this past now, and that's where Maurice gets the idea in his head. And yeah. he went and talked to his wife, and she's talked to the girls about it. Right. She wants to know how Shay feels about it. And Shay's like, they get some out of my hair for a few hours, you know. I see the neighbors sometimes. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like, he's he's smashing the neighbor, right? She, she is. She is, that's right. That's right. But, but that's, um, you know, like, every every couple makes their own rules. Yeah. So her smashing a neighbor isn't going against their rules. Right. But that's why later when they're discussing it as a couple, Nina's like, no neighbors. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, so the wheels get to turn in and basically both of their heads or whatnot. And so. And this entire time, her boss is pushing up on her, like for sure. Yes. Yes. Like, it would be sexual harassment if she wasn't with it. Right. You know, so, um, so yeah, so they are, um, you know, um, Nina and her husband, they are having, um, dinner and right before they have dinner, that's when Nina says, okay, I'm going ahead and go along with this past. And then that's when they establish the rules and whatnot. And so, um, what ended up happening was that Nina and her boss, they got this huge deal to go to L.A. to design um, for this big famous person. And so she's going to be out in L.A. for the weekend. So with her being out in L.A. for the weekend, that's going to be prime opportunity for her husband to um, have his weekend to do the past. Prime pastime. And she told him that she's not going to use her past. Right. She's not going to use her past. Um, this is all for him. So, they established that they're with it. You know, she goes out to L.A. with the uh, with the boss slash best friend. And he goes to the strip club in, in um, Atlanta. And so, there's a um, particular stripper that he is, um, he is um, fond of. And entice. Yes, yes, entice. That's her name. And so, with her, um, or with his past or whatever, he wants to use it on entice. And it seemed like entice was with it, but then um, when he went back the next night, um, I guess that was going to be the night that he was going to use it, entice ended up calling in sick. So, mm-hmm. he ended up not using it. So the week the weekend was a bust for him. Um, meanwhile, in LA, um, they have a successful meeting with the person they was gonna have the meeting with, but also, um, to celebrate, Nina and the boss slash best friend go to the bar. With them going to the bar, they're drinking and whatnot. Seems like um. Nina is a lightweight. Yeah. And so um, it's not taking that much to get her drunk. And then this guy just um, starts talking to her and whatnot. 
Um, she's she's like having a therapy session. She's telling him about her mother yeah, and all this she, stuff. She really like, unloaded on him, and I'm like, that is so not what he's here for. But he didn't leave. He didn't leave. So, um, next thing you know, they're out on the dance floor dancing. She's getting real drunk, but she's still drinking. Um, the boss gives her another drink, and then she's she looks very drunk as well. So she's like, "I'm gonna head out now." Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but when I go out, if if one leaves, we leave. And that's if we're even in my home city. We are in a different state. Are you kidding me? A different time zone. Like that right there. I was like, oh, she's already inebriated. She's not in her hometown. And it's just y'all two. And you leave her? Yeah, that's recipe for disaster, you know? Yeah. So, um, So, yeah, she left her on the dance floor. And the and with this strange man, with this strange man, and she's there, she's dancing, and he's dancing with her. So next thing you know, we have this horrible sex scene. I'm sorry, this was this sex scene is not good at all. Not good at all. No. No. <laughs> but nonetheless, here we are. So. <clears throat> Next thing you know, um, yeah, we see, we cut to a scene where Drew is not Drew, Nina is making these weird moans in the bed and these weird movements, and then <laughs> the the shot is an aerial shot, and it goes from showing Drew and it pans down. Um, and then to her midsection, we notice that there is a woman that is in between her legs. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, oh, wow. Okay. This was a turn of events. So, yeah. <clears throat> After we get this shot, then we have the whole sex scene. <clears throat> Excuse me. We have the whole sex scene between um, Nina and her boss. Slash yeah, yeah. Husband, best friend. So, um, yeah, they had sex and they're done. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so, the next morning and like uh morning. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Nina's trying to convince herself that this <sighs> is the only time this will ever happen. Right, right. And she's like looking at herself in the Oh, so ashamed. And so, um, her boss comes in the bathroom, you know, just pretty much like, hey, how's it going? How's life? But, um, before we move forward, what did you think about that? I, about the sex scene? Yeah, just about the whole scene in general. I didn't think too much about it. Okay. <laughs> um, but I didn't really have any expectations. <clears throat> Okay. Other than, other than, uh, you know, they had that whole setup with the guy at the bar and turned out to be her boss. But it is like, I don't know why you even bother doing that when the boss has been flirting with her this whole time. So, like, right, right. And we didn't get, we didn't get nothing that made us think that at that point 
it was going to switch to that. Happen. Right. Yeah. And I didn't. Because she had left. Her. So, like, when did they get together? Right, right. She was supposed to. And then I know they're not in the same room. So, she was supposed to go back to her her um, room and go to bed, you know, sleep mm-hmm. off that alcohol. So, excuse me. So, I was just like, okay. Yeah. Me personally, I we would have had to have some type of a little bit of conversation dialogue. before. Yeah. Yeah, like how did they get even there. get there? Right, right. Like I didn't I didn't like that. <clears throat> yeah, but that movie it does that. This movie does that. Yes, yes, it does. It does. So um so yeah, so we uh yeah, so then they have this conversation. Um Nina's acting like she's kind of like irritated with the loss, but I mean, you kind of did it, you know. So anyway, but uh, at least that's what we know, right? right? At this point, that's what we know. So, um, yeah. So they they uh go back to Atlanta. Now she's acting all weird with her husband, and um, her husband's happy to see her, all this type of mm-hmm. stuff, and. Because, like, one of the rules was no friends, and you did his best friend? Yeah, his best friend. Yeah, yeah. And not only did you do his best friend, like, you have some type of feelings for his best friend. I'm also sure that was a five-star hotel. (laughs) Yes, yes, absolutely. Definitely a five-star hotel. So, um, because, shoot, did you see that bathroom? That's Mm -hmm. five-star. So, so, yeah, um... So she's broken a couple rules, and on top of that, she said she wasn't gonna use her pass, and she did. You know, so so she broke a couple rules. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's broken several of them, and so um, he didn't use his at all. So he's happy to see his wife and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Her not so much. Um, and like I said, she came back acting weird. Mm-hmm. He, she's stressed out. She's she's. Can't stop thinking about Tara and everything. And right. right. Can't tell her husband. Can't tell him shit. So, mm-hmm. um, he's kind of picking up on it, but he just doesn't know exactly what what the hell is going on. So, um, then we're starting to get closer to their um, anniversary party, and um, also at work because this is her boss that she had to swing with. Um, they have an assistant who they ended up promoting, and now the assistant is flirting real heavy with the boss, and Nina is picking up on that, you know, because for one, she's getting jealous, Mm -hmm. and for two, she's like, that's pretty much what was going on with me, you know, so she's... uh, And and the thing is, like, they... In the earlier scene, Tara says she likes men and women, but we don't see her with any men in this movie at all, right? Uh, or even talking about any men or anything like that. She's always with women, right? And the unfortunate thing about it is, it's very much a trope—the predatory lesbian mm-hmm. who breaks up families and everything. Right, it's very right. much a trope. And I was like, oh man, right, right. She's very, very dominant. She's very dominant with it. Yeah, gotta stop sleeping with your your employees. <laughs> yes, yes. Rule number one. <laughs> so they um so she's having she's having um she's having um feelings that are starting to exude 
because she's getting real jealous about the way that the assistant is being treated now. Mm-hmm. And um, pretty much told the boss straight up, stop fucking my assistant. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, and she was just like, oh, well, um, you don't want me or do you want me? And mm-hmm. so it started coming out. And she started, like, really um, pretty much admitting to herself that she does want her. So mm-hmm. then they ended up having um, sex again. And, yeah. So they have sex again. Um, they have sex in the house this time. Which well, that no, was no before that, there's the uh, party. I thought the party was before. I thought the party was after the second time. Mm-hmm. Because she planted the underwear at the party. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, actually, can you take over for a second? I have to go right quick. I'll be okay. right back. All right. So they're they're having their seventh anniversary party. And, you know, her husband had wanted to get her this big diamond that's 200K for the party, but the deal fell through, so now he can't do it, you know, whatever. And for some reason, he feels like this will help make things work. But there's no evidence that anything in their marriage isn't working, so I'm not quite sure where that's coming from. But anyway, they're having the party. Everybody's getting there. The boss brings the assistant as her date, and... Uh, uh, Nina is very jealous about that. She confronts Tara and is like, oh, well, what does the assistant want to drink since she came with her or whatever? And that's when the Tara is like, oh, well, you don't want me or do you? You know, whatever. Pushing up on her and it's getting real close, whatever. And you can see Nina absolutely does want her, but like won't admit it to herself. So later on, we see Tara upstairs in uh nina and maurice's bedroom and she's just kind of looking around being very kind of weird and (laughs) she takes off her underwear and then like puts it in the corner or something and uh she's going down the stairs and she sees maurice and so she's like oh hey best friend and i'm just like what are we like this is crazy and she hands maurice the box and in the box, of course, is the ring that he wanted. And he's like, oh, my God, you know, how, how did you do this? You know, she's like, don't worry about it. I got you. You're my best friend. 200K? Like, woo, all right, girl, you got it, you got it. So he takes the ring downstairs, and uh, he presents it to his wife. And it's their anniversary party, and she's so happy. And it's the ring that she's wanted for a long time. It's been on her vision board, which he saw. And he knew that, so that's why he got her that ring. And they're just, you know, really happy and whatever. And um, they, everybody eventually leaves, but Nina cannot stop thinking about Tara. Tara is on her mind. She's having fantasies about Tara, what they're going to do with each other, all that kind of stuff. And she just, she just, she just can't get over it. So one night she goes to the office and, well, she actually saw Tara with the assistant, Allison. And that's where her jealousy really peaks after that. <laughs> so, so later, uh, Allison and, and Tara are having some kind of meeting and they're very close and giggling, you know, flirty. And 
<laughs> Nina spots them and she's like, I need to talk to you. I need to talk to you, Tara. And has Allison leave. And she's talking to Tara about, you know, what are they and, you know, how things are going to go. And it's supposed to be one time, but, you know, I just can't stop thinking about you. You know, what do we do about this? All that kind of stuff. It's crazy. She's getting very jealous. And uh, as she's about to leave, Allison's about to come back in. And Allison's like, oh, are you ready to go? I guess they're going to lunch or something. Maybe they're going to an, um, an off-site meeting or whatever. And uh, <laughs> Nina, very red with jealousy, as you can see by her red dress in this scene, is like, um, actually, we have work to do, so let's go do our jobs. So <laughs> that's what they do. And Nina actually tells Tara, hey, you know, my husband's going to be out of town. Uh, for the weekend, for a week, actually, I think she said. She was like, so why don't you come over and bring a bottle of wine? You know, so those are her plans. So before this, they have this week to themselves, uh, Nina gets together with her girlfriends again, and they're talking about, you know, the past and everything. And Shay apparently is no longer having a good time with the past. Because her husband's new girl is calling her and disrespecting her on the phone or whatever. And her husband doesn't seem to care about it, you know. And so uh, it's giving, it's giving, um, it's giving Dean a second thought. Uh, so yeah. later on, they have this big, uh, they have the spades party for, with all the friends. And so you get to see Shay and her husband interacting and Shay's being super icy. Her husband's being disrespectful about everything, and um, Nina's starting to have her doubts about the past. She thinks, she's thinking her husband actually used it, but won't tell her. She thinks he's lying, you know, about it, because she saw this uh, picture pop up on his phone of this woman's butt, like, <laughs> you know, so she's like, I saw it on your phone, you know, after the party they're arguing, I saw it on your phone or whatever, and he goes back on the phone, he's like, it's not there, what are you talking about? And she's like, deleted it so she just doesn't believe him at all mm -hmm. so he goes out of town and nina and tara have their week together and they're just in the bed you know and uh nina's like you know i'm gonna leave my husband Wait, i want to be you all up for i will literally give up all of this for you yeah and tara's like that's nice right and then leaves <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before she leaves she actually picks up the underwear that she had planted before mm -hmm. and she's like oh I would love to see you in these and she's like those aren't mine mm -hmm. so she now she really believes her husband's cheating right. you know and then at the uh, even party though the, even though the underwear still had tags on them <laughs> <laughs> at the party she had also planted an open condom wrapper in Maurice's pocket, which Nina found later. And so now Nina really believes, you know, he's absolutely cheating on her. And that's when she's like, I'm ready to give up everything for you, you know. Mm -hmm. And then Tara's just like, well, that's nice. And yeah. then just leave. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then, you know, then they got the, uh, they got, I mean, Nina's mind is like all over the place. She really thinks mm -hmm. that her husband is cheating. So now, She's like <clears throat> talking to uh, Shay, and Shay told her about cameras. 
And mm-hmm. so now she needs to set up cameras around the house and whatnot. And so yeah, because Shay's talking about her husband. She's like, I've got him under 24-7 surveillance. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, that is not something like a relationship I would ever want to be here. <laughs> at all. At all. Like, my whole thing is, is that if I have to be on somebody like that, it's not fun anymore. And mm-hmm. I don't I don't want no parts of it. I'm not here mm-hmm. to be nobody's drill sergeant. You know, mm-hmm. and when you open up Pandora's box, I mean, it is what it is. You know, so like, every, like as much as you try to gatekeep what comes in, you can't. You no. Can't. So, but yeah, like they, uh, so yeah, she sets up all these cameras and whatnot, but then she ends up getting caught on the camera. Mm-hmm. And so, um, All, so like uh, his her husband comes back and yeah. she's feeling bad about everything, but she doesn't tell him what happened because mm-hmm. she has not talked to him about anything since she found that condom. Right. She don't want to talk to him about. It. She set the cameras. She cloned his phone. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. She still doesn't talk to him. And she's telling Terry, you know, I'm ready to leave him for you, whatever, whatever. And he's just still being very loving and understanding or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. She's like, let's go away. Let's go to Fiji. I just, you know. Um, are we going to be okay? He's like, yes, we're going to be okay. You know? mm-hmm. And he's like, I just want to remember you just like this, which I thought was kind of weird to say because she's crying at the time. Right. <clears throat> um, and then I guess it's something like the next day she's at work and she suddenly gets served divorce papers. Yeah. Right. Which was on her end out of the blue. On everyone's end. Like yes. anybody oh, yeah, watching, the viewer, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like because you're like, yeah. where did this come from? Right. All you know, there was no fighting. There was none. nothing like that. You no, know, none at all, none at all. So then they go to litigation, and then we find out in litigation that he has proof that she has been cheating, and he's denying even having a conversation about the about past. past. He said, what is that? I don't know what you're talking about. Right, right. Because she tried to throw it in his face and he was just like, "Uh, I don't know. I don't know what that is and you're lying. And not only are you lying, I got proof of you cheating. And he pulls out his phone and shows everybody the video from the surveillance that she put up of mm-hmm. her smashing his best friend. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, at that point, even though they had a prenup, the prenup um, had a clause in there that if one person cheats, you pretty much split everything. Mm-hmm. And since it was her fault, she got to split everything, including her inheritance. Mm-hmm. And so with splitting her inheritance, he got like seven and a half million dollars. It was nine. Nine? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it was nine. Sure. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So the last mm-hmm. scenes are really just showing you that this was a plot the whole time mm-hmm. between all of the friends. Um, set up by yeah. God to come at us with the bullshit. Yeah. Because like there was there was what was it they were because there was one point where Nina was out with like all of her friends and they were talking about the past or whatever and she was talking about how she thinks her husband's cheating and they were all kind of gaslighting her about mm-hmm. it. Are you sure? Are you really sure? Did you check? How do you know? Blah blah. blah. I was like, what is going on? That's not, like, why are they gaslighting her? Right, and right. what? Right. And then there was no. another scene where they were yeah. out. All the whole crew was out, and then 
somebody had ran into um had read, or somebody had spotted her husband mm-hmm. and was like, You such and such from Boston, you did my sister Trent. wrong and blah 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 and they beat the hell out of him. Mm-hmm. But they and the, the thing is that away. was it, that scene was kind of confusing to me. Yeah, because like they they paint over to the husband, but then they also show all the other friends. I'm like, okay, which dude is he talking to? Right. And right. then we see like the uh, SUV like swerving off. We don't mm-hmm. know who's in the car. And then later on, we see the the husband with like a cut on his lip, I guess. But mm-hmm. we never saw a fight. And I'm just like, what? Yeah, yeah. And then they show us the fight. So yeah, yeah. They show us the fight at the end when they're mm-hmm. when they're exposing everything. Um, yeah, they show that the boss had drugged Nina. Yeah, the night they first slept together. Yeah, uh, they were all in on it. Uh, Candy appears now to have a British accent. Sometimes. Yeah, I thought <laughs> she was playing with that accent. I wasn't sure what was happening. Yeah. Now, um, who was I? Now, what what didn't make sense to me is that yes, um, the boss drugged um, Nina the first night that they slept together. So how did she get turned out? Because usually when you get drugged, you don't remember. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Yeah, you're asking for this to make sense when right, right. so many things just kind of come out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So this was all a scheme. Um, and it was a seven-year scheme, and usually it doesn't wow. take seven years. But the next scheme that they have is for Candy, or not Candy, but Shay. And she said it won't take her seven years because that that person is like old, so he got like mm-hmm. one in the grade. So yeah, um, and that's the past. So. What did you think about this movie? Mm. Mm. <laughs> you know, I pretty much felt the same. I wasn't wowed by the scheme. But when I read online, people freaking loved it. Okay. And I was just like, Y'all are so simple-minded. Because <laughs> like, this, I mean, for his, okay, so this is Todd's first movie that he wrote and produced. Um, as we know, um, or as many know, um, <clears throat> he works in, I mean, he works in TV production. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he's been doing that for a long time. But he stepped out to become a filmmaker and whatnot. So this is like his first movie. But um, for his first attempt, I'm not even gonna, um, you know, shit on it. Like it, it's it's a, not a bad first yeah, attempt, right? It's it's not it's not bad at all. Like mm-hmm. if you ain't got nothing to do on a Saturday afternoon, <laughs> I mean, hey, it wouldn't hurt to watch it. Um. I just, me personally, I wasn't, in, they kept talking about how Drew's acting was good. I wasn't impressed with her acting. I think she. I mean, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but for them to keep saying, oh, it was so good. It was so good. I'm like, she ain't never been a good, like a great 
blow me away actress. Mm-hmm. Like she never get she's never given that, you know. But um, that's what um that's what they kept saying, and I was just like, I don't see that. She's very pretty. She's uh, yeah, she's always been a pretty girl, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. Her acting was fine, but it wasn't like there was a whole bunch of range to the character. There really wasn't. There really wasn't. Um. But compared to um, Erica Peoples, it was like amateur hour. Oh, yeah. Erica was definitely a better actress. Yeah. Yeah. And she didn't have that much to work with either, you know? Yeah. She was good at being devious and flirty or whatever. She had a little bit more fun, I think, (coughs) in her role than Drew probably had in hers. Yeah. Yeah. And then this is the thing. For them to have a... um, intimate coach mm-hmm. that sex scene was not good at all like well the intimacy coach only goes over like what the actors do with each other right mm-hmm. so as far as but as far as like how it looks how it's shot what the final product looks like they don't have anything to do with that yeah but they're supposed to like because because we <clears throat> well i don't know if this is like um, known to the masses, but there's nothing sexual about a sex scene. You know, it's the way, like, they, I mean, because it's like 50, 11 people in the room, you got all these cameras and stuff like that, like, it, there's nothing sexual about it. So, it, and then on top of that, um, I also heard that they started having these coaches because of, of Me Too. So, they're supposed to coach you into, you know, basically forgetting about what's going on and being in the moment and being technical with the way that you're moving and feeling and all this type of stuff. So that well, also to make sure over. that people's boundaries are respected. Right, right, right. Lines aren't crossed. Lines aren't crossed. Um, to make sure people feel comfortable enough to do the scene. That's kind of what that's about. Um but you know, as far as put your hand here, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. that's director. And yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I think they all work together in that. And sure. I'm just but like, uh, it was I don't know what type of sex they were thinking about, but that shit was whack. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Like it was it was weird. It was it was weird. I don't know. But I just I wasn't impressed. Like I was just like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Like, like they have better sex scenes than Power. Oh, I never watched Power. You never did. Yeah, Power is known for their sex scenes. Oh, okay. And I didn't. I didn't have Showtime, so I never. I didn't watch it. Yeah. Yeah, like it is weird. I mean, they, it is pretty weird because it's. They'll have a sex scene that don't make sense, and I don't know why we're here. Like, <laughs> can we move forward with the story? Yeah. So, but yeah, like, but they, yeah, like I said, they got better sex scenes than power. But um, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. Um, anything, anything else that you had taken away from the past? 
And the twist just wasn't done very well to me because mm-hmm. the setup wasn't really strong. So yeah. it wasn't too strong. Mm-hmm. You know, there was that one time I was like, why are they gaslighting her? Mm-hmm. But other than that, I'm just wondering, like, why is Tara doing this to her best friend? Right. My whole thing is, is that if everybody is in on the scheme except for Nina, why are they having conversations? Like they're not in on the like scheme. They're not in on the scheme. Right. That was that was the part because I have I've watched this twice now, and that's the part that got me. Let's see, the thing is, they show later, like, in that last scene, like, the conversation went further or whatever, mm-hmm. but they didn't show us that. I'm like, why? Why? Yeah. Just, you know, we could know that it's being, that's a scheme, right, a scam, mm-hmm. but Nina doesn't. Mm-hmm. So make it about that and have Nina trying to figure out what's going on or something. Right, right. Like, none of that makes sense. None of that makes sense. Because um, I'm like, who is scamming who at this point? <laughs> Like it just, and we're never told prior about like the amount of Nina's uh, trust fund or anything, mm-hmm. so we have no concept of that anybody would be trying to scam her. Right, right, and then like we and then we don't know that much about her parents. Mm-hmm. Like we know they're Apparently. well off, but right, it seems, it sounds like her dad had passed away. Maybe mm-hmm. they seem to refer to him in past tense, and we don't ever see him. And then it sets the mother up as, like, being right the whole time about not trusting anybody. I'm like, girl, no. Forget her. She's still very wrong. (laughs) Yeah, she's right and she's wrong. Yeah. Because she was having him followed and everything. I was like, what? She was having him followed, but she didn't see this coming. Right. Yeah. That, That was a, um, that was something that was lost because for as for as involved as she was, yes, she picked up on it enough to not like him, but not enough to know that he was a, a scammer. Mm-hmm. And then the whole Boston thing doesn't really ever come back. Yeah. Right. It only came back so that we can put it together that what he was talking about at the end. Right. At the end, only but only because they showed you. Because right. if they had not showed you that these things were related, you'd be like, "What was that scene for?" Right, right, right. Because it's it's just a random scene that we don't revisit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And what we what we should have seen is pretty much because the scheme was so long, we should have saw the scheme unraveling. Right. Or like the mom finding out about the scheme and trying to convince Nina about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, right, because all we know is that she don't like him because he broke. Supposedly. Supposedly, right. Yeah. And he's only broke, supposedly, because she took him off the project, but then she right. put him back on. Right, right. And she don't look at consulting as a viable job. Yeah, yeah but she was also, like, consulting for what? And, like, Nina couldn't really mm-hmm. answer, so it was, like, for businesses. Like, yes, that's what all consultants do. They consult businesses. Right. Um, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, she didn't She didn't look at that as, as a um, viable job, which no. is probably the reason why he went on ahead and did the real estate shit. Mm-hmm. You know, because maybe if he get the mom off his back, then he could focus more on scheming. 
but he don't right. have nobody on his back while he's scheming. But she didn't pick him on the, up on the shit. She no didn't pick way. up on the scheme. So, yeah. What was the point? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. She, it would have been, like, when she came, that one um scene when she came in the bedroom, it would have been yeah. a good idea if she would have been like, look, this is what I found out on him, X, Y, and Z. And then she wouldn't be able to explain what she found because Nina would have shut her down. Like, that would have been a okay. good idea. Right. You know? but, and then she goes through it later or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, you know. Right. Right. Yeah, because it, it didn't make sense for her to be on it so tough for her not to know. Find something out. Yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah, there were, I mean, like I said, this was a good first effort. Um, it was a great look because what we thought, what a lot of people, especially because um, this past season of Atlanta Housewives, that was part of Candy's storyline was them getting this movie together. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but a lot of people thought that this was going straight to Tubi. Uh, I don't and, blame them. Right, right. Like like I told you last week, like it's a, it's a Tubi movie that's on Peacock. Bless you. Thank you. Yeah, I was like, this is a Tubi movie 100%, but it's on Peacock. It has so, a better budget. Huh? It has a better budget, that's for sure. Yes, yes. It definitely had a better budget. Um, and then they saved a lot of money, too, because um, Candy has two houses on the same estate. They're filming in her house. Yeah. Yeah, they filmed it in her house. And she said, because they're, they're, they're airing the reunion now. And then, you know, Candy also got her show on um, on YouTube. And she said that before she bought the house, um, Somebody filmed like a L Cool J video in oh, her, really? yeah, in her house. So her house, her house is pretty famous, and she's been in the house for some years now. So, um, but like I said, she has two houses that are on this estate. So, um, the majority of it was filmed um, in her second house. Okay. But then they did have a couple of parts that were in the main house, like the um the sex scene, the first sex scene, well, I think all the sex scenes were in <laughs> um in her actual bedroom. Yeah. And then the very first scene when she's um finishing the interior design job, mm-hmm. that's the front of the big house. Okay. So it was because I've been watching the show for some mm-hmm. for a long time, and like I said, she's been having the house for some years. I'm it's kind of weird seeing her house in a movie. Like, oh, I know this, yeah. I know that, you know. Yeah. But they said they saved a lot of money. I believe it. That house. Yeah, I, I believe definitely it. believe it too. You know, and and her house is nice enough to to have a movie. Mm-hmm. You know. So. Hundred percent. Yeah. Her house is. Excuse me. Right. <laughs> so yeah, so that was that was pretty cool. Um but yeah, um but yeah, so you know, a lot of people thought it was gonna go to Toby, but it didn't go to Toby, it went to Peacock. It's exclusively on Peacock, which totally makes sense because, you know, NBC Universal owns Peacock and they own Bravo. So yeah, she's a Bravo employee. So why mm-hmm. not? So 
So I think it's a good look. Um, yeah. So I want you to go to our reading system, Lindsay. Sure. Sure. Let me pull that up, Neil. So we have our rating system, which we have one movie real trash AF, two, it exists, three, entertaining, four, great, five, a true classic. Maria, what say you? Hmm, I guess maybe like a 2.5. Okay. Um, it exists, it's slightly entertaining. Yeah. I can, I can go, I can get jiggy with that. <laughs> I, I pretty much say the same thing, 2.5. Yeah. 2.5. So, I mean, it exists, it did keep, it did keep my attention. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I yeah, I, I also watched with the captions on, right? Mm-hmm. Some of the captions didn't work, because, like, some of them didn't show up properly, and some of them were misspelled. Mm. And then other times it would just be kind of annoying where it was just like music. Like, okay. Uh, right. Like what kind of music, right? right. right. So, Although yeah. when he showed the cell phone to everybody it was like sexual noises over the phone, which was just funny to me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So what are we watching for next week? So next week we're gonna watch How to Talk to Girls at Parties, which is on HBO. HBO, yeah. HBO. How to Talk mm-hmm. to Girls at Parties. I have never heard of that movie. It is an A twenty four film because A twenty four has agreed to all of SAG AFTRA's demands um, to pay people fairly. So mm-hmm. it is streaming on HBO Max. So you can watch it there. I haven't seen it either. Most of the A twenty four films that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Are the horror movies? <laughs> I don't think you're ready for Midsummer. Okay. <laughs> All right. You know, um, <laughs> my cousin that's um that's on the other podcast. He was like, "Let me know next time y'all do a horror film because I'm coming on the show with y'all." <laughs> oh, he wants to do a horror film. We can do Midsummer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He wants to do a horror film. I was like, "All right, I'll let you know." I'll let do you, you want to take a chance on Midsummer? Sure. Is it? I mean, okay. is it bad? Like the witch, or or well, the witch was bad, but it's worse. It's worse. Okay. It's worse. All right, midsummer. Yeah, I'm not gonna pretend. It. it yeah. Okay. You're gonna. You might have to walk out the room. Okay. Let's see. Uh. Oh. It it has lots of tragedy and stuff like that. So but mystery and yeah. Oh strange it's things on, happening. It's on Showtime, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. Alright, <laughs> 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 alright. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Okay. So you, I mean, you know, if you have to watch it in bits, I understand. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, that might be one I watch in the middle of the day. And that's the thing about this one: this all, all of it happens in the day, like. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> 
<coughs> this is gonna be interesting. All right, so <laughs> um, you should watch the trailer. Okay. Yeah. I'll watch the trailer. Yeah. But all right, so midsummer, I'm gonna put my big girl panties on. And I'm okay. Watch good. It. Yeah. All right. All right. So where can we find you, Maria? You can find me online pretty much anywhere at Ballamore Dollars. Um, I'm on Twitter probably until the end of the month because, you know, Twitter is now talking about they're going to be able to basically use your tweets for anything. I thought they could do that anyway. And your DMs. Um. No. (coughs) That was your your content that you created. Now they're going to say they're going to be able to sell, basically, whatever you put on there. And I was like, oh, that's that not cool. is finding any and every way to get that $44 billion back. It's not happening. No. Because before this, he was trying to do the block button. But anyway, yes. So yeah. you, can, <laughs> you can find me on uh, different social media at Valor More Dollars. Uh, that's V-A-L-A-R-M-O-R Dollars. I'm also on another podcast called Nerdgasm Noir. Five geeky black ladies talking about tech and geek and anime and movies and all that stuff. So you can come and join us over there. And where can they find you, Lindsay? Um, you can find me everywhere at L underscore Renell. That's L underscore R-A-N-E-L-L-E. You also can find me on the other podcast, um, The Ish We Talk, where me and my cousin talk about hot topics. Mm-hmm. Which I'll talk about this week. What did we talk about this week? Um, we talked about Krishan and um her new baby. Oh yeah, I don't really know anything about the situation, and it's a whole lot of chaos. Oh, it's a it's a mess. It is a freaking mess. Um, and then the brick lady. We talked about the brick lady. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so yeah, interesting combos over there. <clears throat> well, check it out, y'all. Yep. But in the meantime, please leave a like, a comment, subscribe so you don't miss the next movies with your roomie. Yeah. We'll be happy to see y'all next time when we're going to be talking about midsummer. We'll see how Lindsay is able to handle it. Yeah. You're definitely not going to miss the live tweeting on our Twitter, so go follow us there as well. Yes, absolutely. And hopefully when we come back, my hair won't be like a gray hair. <laughs> 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 All right. Bye, roomies. Bye.